Buongiorno and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. Uh, my name is Alex Robinson. And my name is Andy Robinson. <laughs> it's a good sustain you got on that. Yeah, yeah. You can go on a bite and come back, and I'm still going. Oh, I left ten minutes ago. That was residual. Whoa, that's, that's crazy. How, that's how badass that sustain is. And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. We're talking about minute one, two, six today. Alex, a minuto, a minuto, numero, numero, cento, cento. You want to take a guess? Um, We've been around... 26? Oh, almost. 26. Say? Yeah. How's <laughs> it spelled? It's, I think, S-E-I. Say. Say. Yeah. 126. 126. Say. Say. No S at the end. No S. Well, I was well, saying 126s, I was saying. Got it. There, there is an S at the end if you were in yeah. Mexico City. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of which, before we get into the minute proper, uh, just out of curiosity, I looked and um, one year ago, one year from today, we will be done. One year from today? What, 51, 51 weeks left. Oh my gosh, that seems so long from now. <laughs> I was about, when you, before it sank in, yeah. I was I was thinking, oh my gosh, we only have a few minutes left. I thought you were breaking news that we were almost Well, done. it is. I mean, 56. I guess, we, yeah. We've already done that twice over already. <laughs> so we're two thirds through at wow, least. So, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. But just think, a year from now we'll be done. Look at yeah, that one. Like, it'll be around true. this time of year. Who knows where we'll be? We should have a party or something. We when totally it's done, should. We right? should have. A, maybe it should be like. A, we should have like a wedding that day in honor oh, of completing oh, a year's yeah. worth. Of, uh, we can recreate the, or we will recreate a. Maybe we'll have a big party, mm-hmm. and the party will happen in many phases. Uh, that represent all the stages of our musical that we oh, talk about perfect, in the bonus content. Perfect. <laughs> all right. So, if you want to come to our big uh, completion party, let mm-hmm. us know. You can either shoot us an email, godfatherminute at gmail.com, or go over to Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub on Facebook and share any ideas you have for our big anniversary bash. Fine. And I guess that's it. Well, one more thing about the party. Yes. Just as a warning, Mm -hmm. this is not a, not a warning, but a uh, a disclaimer, Mm -hmm. or not a disclaimer, but uh, a statement. A warning. It's kind of a warning. Notification. We, we are not using this as a ruse to knock off any competition we have. <laughs> We're not We're inviting all podcasters other. from all over the world. We're going to come to our our our, our, um, our rooftop uh, penthouse suite <laughs> uh-huh. there. Uh, yeah, we would drink uh, champagne cocktails. <laughs> so if you too are doing a mafia themed podcast please come to our celebration party mm-hmm. you're doing goodfellas you might be doing the sopranos right yeah there's goodfellas is already complete mm-hmm. and sopranos is a tv show yeah so i guess uh, there is true. that other godfather minute we don't know what happened to them if they're yeah, still not if sure mafia but they're minute. invited too yeah yeah, yeah. and um, you know we um alex you don't have to talk to uh oh my god the heads of the family <laughs> <laughs> That was my joke. Sorry. Was there really going to be a joke? It was. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, sorry. you don't have to talk to the crime bosses because I already talked to Barzini. Oh. <laughs> Woo! 
I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> That's all right. stampeding hey, in there. It's okay. You're always one step ahead of me. <laughs> You're always stepping me over. I always think I'm the Tessio of the podcast. Really? Yeah. Wow. How come? Um, because I'm the smart one. So wait, <laughs> Tessio of the podcast or in life? No, no, just in the podcast. Oh, how come? Because I'm the smart one. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it twice. <laughs> Alex? Alex? Uh, well, we're talking about minute 126 today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as everyone knows, because we have 51 minutes left mm-hmm. in the show. How many minutes left? <laughs> live, live, live. 51 minutes. Wow. Um, we're minute 126, uh, one of our last Sicily minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey is so stunned by Don Tomasino's revelation that they shot Sonny on the causeway and that he's dead that he cannot continue, he can barely continue the driving lesson for, mm-hmm. uh, for, um, Apollonia. Mm-hmm. And then, um, later on, we see him uh, telling Fabrizio to get the car because they're going to, uh, um, Leave the compound and go to Syracusa, mm. and um, Apollonia is going to go live with her father. Until uh, not go live with, we'll stay with her just father go visit until them. until yeah. I thought until they were sure things were safe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Mike so, says. So um, yeah, and that's it. And then it ends with uh, Fabrizio telling me he'll get the car ready. Oh no! Then then uh, Mikey goes and talks to uh, Kahlo and mm-hmm. says, "Hey, where's the uh, Fabrizio? Or mm-hmm. where's the car? And all that stuff." And mm-hmm. so he says she'll make a good American wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the end of it. Yeah. Do you? Uh, it seems in this minute, rather than in last minute, the news of Santino's death starts to set in to Mikey. He seems stunned. Yeah, he seemed like he was shocked and stunned. In like, there was that cliffhanger of how did it end? Mm-hmm. Was he was he gonna laugh? Was he gonna cry? And yeah, he just kind of maintains his stunned expression mm-hmm. the whole time. I just can't tell if he's more stunned or stunning due to Sonny's death or or due to how poorly Apollonia is driving. <laughs> she's driving in circles, honking a horn. She's she's sitting on the wrong side of the the. The front seat, too. Did you notice that? Well, it's one of those driver's ed cars where there's a (laughs) steering wheel. There's two sets on on both sides. So uh, it's Italian cars. Um, Do you think he told, did he tell Apollonia what happened? Mm. And did they go back to the driver's lesson? Well, according to the book, Mm -hmm. Michael did not tell Apollonia. Because she was going to be dead soon in a couple of minutes anyway. He so. probably figured. <laughs> he said, with my, with my luck, I'm not even going to have time to tell her. Look, she's driving on the wrong side of the road. She's going to have a bad smack up anyway. It's not personal. <laughs> it's not personal. It's driver's ed. I don't, so I don't think he told her about Sonny. No, I don't think so either. Hmm. Because she would know not enough not to ask also. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, uh, was there anything else? She didn't the- ask. She didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, when are we going to put that statue? Um, is there anything else from the book? Apollonia as Hyman Roth. <laughs> I'd give a million dollars just to be able to drive outside this compound. <laughs> Safe driving, the most important. <laughs> That was a little too Hyman Rothy. <laughs> yeah. That was like later on. Yeah. She's, she's much more, uh, you know, adept at uh I'm driving. I'm, I'm Mikey. I'm driving to Syracuse to vote in the absentee ballot. That's why I'm registered. We're bigger than Porsche. <laughs> Is Porsche an Italian company? We're bigger than Ferrari. I think so, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so does the book have anything else uh, that's uh, different? Oh, the book, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The book's got a bunch of things. Uh, okay. Before we talk about that, though, uh huh. I yeah. Let's you know. I take it back. Let's jump right into the book, Alex. All right. What did Puzo write? A couple odds and ends. Uh, so Fabrizio, in the beginning of this minute, the beginning of exchange, mm-hmm. uh, Fabrizio calls up to Michael, who's on the terrace, and says, uh, "Is your wife come? Is your wife coming with you? Your wife? Your wife? <laughs> no, <he laughs> My wife?" <laughs> uh, Michael squinted down at him. It occurred to him that Fabrizio had been following Apollonia too much with his eyes the last oh. few weeks. Not that he would dare ever to make an advance toward the wife of a friend of the Dons. In Sicily, there was no surer road to death. Michael said coldly, No, she's going home to her family first. She'll join us in a few days. Mm-hmm. So just pointing that out, because I don't, you don't think you see that in the movie. Yeah, he you don't see Fabrizio's that. lusting eyes. I like also that Mike, Mikey has been there now. He's starting to take a... He's getting a little too Sicilian now because he's mm-hmm. like starting to see his, get jealous of his wife mm-hmm. and everything. So maybe it's good mm-hmm. that they're going to leave because you don't want to get too... You know, He doesn't want to go back there and be a mustache Pete in America. Yeah. He wants to be an American Don. Not a, you know. <laughs> That'd be great. He shows up in, a, in America and he's, he's dressing like the Don. He's even got the same voice. <laughs> uh, the, Fredo, that's how Pop wanted it. <laughs> Mikey, <laughs> you know your voice. <laughs> you not only stuff me over, but you sound like Pop. You don't come back from Sicily talking like that. <laughs> that's great. Mikey tells Fredo, yeah, t- talking like this, that's what Pop wanted. That's how Pop wanted it. <laughs> um, Fredo thinks he's the one who should be talking that way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I can do acts, I can do voices, not like everyone says. <laughs> yeah, Pop, they're sending me to Vegas to learn how to talk like you. They're giving me talking lessons, casino lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Just to show I'm not wholehearted. <laughs> Let's see, Puzo also writes, um, okay, so Apollonia is in the kitchen at this point. As she should be. Making, preparing Mikey's... Uh, Breakfast. Puzo mm-hmm. writes, she was most likely in the kitchen preparing his breakfast with her own hands to wash out the guilt she felt because she wanted to see her family one more time before going so far away to the other end of Sicily. Aww. And interesting? Yeah. You don't see any of that in the movie. Yeah. We don't. So it sounds like they were going to go to, in the book at least, they plan to go together to Syracuse or wherever they're mm-hmm. going. But she requested that she see her family yeah. one more time before moving that far away. Yeah. Which in the, in the movie, it's kind of flipped. Michael is saying, oh, she's going to stay with her parents till we realize it, till we know it's right, safe. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Not too different, but a little, a little, bit, bit, of, a little bit more color characterization. Yeah, yeah. For Apollonia. We don't really see her much in the movie, so. What's um, up? You, got, you have a puzzled look on your face. Talk to me. So no, I was I was looking at Talk my notes and uh, I was I um, was getting I was getting uh, podcaster jitters that I made a mistake adding something up, but I don't mm-hmm. think I did. So that's it. What uh, can you tell us more about podcast jitters? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, certain things that when you're a podcaster, certain certain uh, not phobias, but you know every every occupation has its like business things that only people in the the people in the mm. business know the you know like accidentally not recording something oh, or yeah. some kind of technical glitch ah. you know something like that like yeah. podcaster nightmares like, like an oh crap moment yeah unique exactly. to that industry 
Yes, exactly. Podcast jitters. Well, especially if you're uh, like in the middle of the show and suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, I realized that, oh, yeah. uh, that this went wrong. But um, are you are you over them? You're okay? I think I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your, I, your hand is very steady holding that lighter. <laughs> I know. It, it makes me think I, I might be know. good at this, actually. <laughs> so a couple more things from the book, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you don't see this in the movie. Uh, Michael is, goes and says goodbye to Philomen, Phil, Philomena. Do you remember who that was? Was it like the cook? Oh, that was the woman who had told that terrible story about Luca Brazzi. Oh, but where she threw out the throw the baby in the fire yeah, because Luca Brazzi she, made her yeah. made her throw yeah. his baby into the fire. Right, and uh, you had called her, or no, Puzzo wrote that she was an old crone. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe out. <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> Wouldn't it be like <laughs> Phonus? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Phonus. <laughs> Why do you say furnace? Because she threw the baby in the furnace. Oh, but I thought I thought that was her. Oh, because like instead of wipe out, it's. I thought you were saying that was her. Like I because I was quoting her. I should say her name. Like oh yeah, <laughs> Philomena. Oh but yeah, that's yeah. why you, when you said furnace, I was like what? No, that was kind of her tag because in the in the song wipe out. Yeah, that's that annoying character's. That's why he's laughing. Yeah, because you're so why would out. Wilhelmina be laughing? Oh, or well, Philomena. Well, she wouldn't be laughing. Like that's almost like Luca Brasi would be laughing. She wouldn't be laughing <laughs> unless she like totally broke from reality or whatever. <laughs> All right, give us a Luca Brasi. Give. Furious. What do you? Oh my god! It was so sick. <laughs> He, he makes someone throw his kill his baby by throwing in a furnace. Then he laughs. I know that's and then he accentuates it by pointing out what is comical about it. <laughs> it's almost like a Beavis and Butthead thing. Like, <laughs> furnace, <laughs> you know, like you're laughing at that one word. It's funny out to itself. Yeah, that, it's crazy. I bet this one. <laughs> Previous country, not bad. <laughs> So Mikey says goodbye to her, and he and he says, "quote I'll remember you to my father." Mm-hmm. A little odd way of saying it. That's I'll a, remember you to my father. That's a my father to that, my father. <laughs> I think that's an old fashioned way people used to say it, like "I'll oh, say hello to my like oh I'll tell my father you said hello." It's like that oh, kind of a thing. But okay. But you'd say, oh, remember me to that person. Really? I've never seen yeah. that before. You, have you seen that in movies or um, other books? Uh, I feel like I have. I'll remember you to my father. Yeah, it does sound odd. It's yeah. definitely not a phrase people use, uh, you know. Does it make sense? I'll remember you. I guess it's kind of like saying, I will remind my father. I will, I will bring up my father to you and that will remind him of you. And he will be pleasant. He will be pleased about that. See, that's clearer to me when you had that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I wonder if it's a uh, more of a, like a, if you translate it, is it more of like a Sicilian oh, thing? Maybe more where maybe. it's like, you know, it doesn't mean literally the same thing, ah. but because they're, I don't know. You know, we'll ask our, uh, our Sicilian consultant, mm-hmm. Antonino Consiglio, and we'll ask our Latin scholar consultant, Peter Carucci. Okay. We'll see what we can get from them. And you know what? Well, I'm going to throw in another one. I'll ask and I'll answer during the the phrase. I'll remember you too. See if we can. Oh, okay. Let's see if we can find any. Okay, sounds good. 
Remember. Let's see. What else we got? Uh, da, 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 da. So there's an interaction with uh, between Michael and Kahlo in mm-hmm. the book that's a little bit different than the movie. So uh, Michael Michael asks Kahlo, uh, where, where's, this is Michael, where's Apola? Hmm. And I never, Apola. A-P-Apola. Apola. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Apola. Uh-huh. Which I had. I don't think he refers to her. Anyone no. refers to her in the movie is that. No. And I don't I didn't know the name, so it's clearly an abbreviation yeah. Apollonia. Yeah. But Apola. 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 I like it. Yeah. Puzzo writes, Kahlo's face broke into an amused grin. She's sitting in the driver's seat of the car, dying to step on the gas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> and he's not the one that said the bomb. It'd be great if Fabrizio said that. <laughs> so brazen. <laughs> I think you will find her quite explosive. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the car... The car is in good shape, but you never know when it will blow a gasket. A <laughs> casket. I mean, gasket. <laughs> you better hold on to your hat when you're going outside because the wind will really blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? What are you trying to say? <laughs> you know, the car. There's a bomb in it. <laughs> so that's great. Puzo Red's dying to step on the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kahlo continues, she'll be a real American woman before she gets to America. Uh, and then Puzo goes on to explain why Kahlo says that. But Alex, what do you think? You want to take a guess? Is it because Italian women don't drive cars? That's right. It was unheard of for one of the peasant women in Sicily to attempt driving a car. Oh. Mm-hmm. That was a good answer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember you to that. <laughs> Wait, you remember me to that factoid? Or you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks. Uh, but Michael sometimes let Apollonia guide the Alfa Romeo around the inside of the villa walls, always beside her. However, because she sometimes stepped on the gas when she meant to step on the brake. Mm, she accidentally stepped. She meant to step on the gas, but she stepped on the ignition uh, <laughs> bomb exploding. <laughs> the ignition she, pedal. <laughs> she meant to step on the gas, but she stepped on the bomb trigger. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, the reason I highlighted that is, do you think that had something to do with the bomb? And the, we're... Obviously, the bomb hasn't exploded yet, so we're just mm-hmm. speculating. But is it just turning on the car that blew it up, or was it stepping on the gas and she stepped on the wrong pedal? Yeah, it had probably the ignition, right? We'll we'll we'll, we'll find out next yeah, week. I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll find see out. what the order of operations. Because I could see by them maybe Puzo's pointing that out because every other time she has driven, Michael has mm-hmm. been in the car. Yeah. So it's like of saying mm-hmm. that she's never in the car without him. So so you know that's like a, they knew Michael was going to get in the car. Oh yeah. At some point. So uh, see if Fabrizio was smart, if he was smart like Tessio, <laughs> he would have been feeding Apollonia false driving instructions. Like oh no, press press on that pedal to confuse her so that Mikey would continue always accompanying her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, <laughs> Always got to be a move ahead. Yeah. I remember being... Um, He's the Barzini of the bodyguards. <laughs> Ooh, I remember being disappointed that uh, Fabrizio was the, was the bodyguard who betrayed him. 
Oh, yeah. Because I guess earlier on, like, Kahlo barely speaks in the movie. So I yeah. think earlier on, Fabrizio was the more talky one. So I just, mm-hmm. I thought he was kind of like the friendlier one. So mm-hmm. it's kind of an extra just for pointing that he's the one who, That's true, who, yeah. who does it. He I calls him I, boss. I think I felt that, too, just seeing the movie over yeah. the years. But it also makes sense, him being more social. Right. He might be just more apt to make connections with people and be more outgoing That's and true. looking to move yeah. ahead in the world. Where Carlo seems content to yeah. just kind of be ambling about. Yeah. Fabrizio wants to open a pizza parlor in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> and he goes, someday, <laughs> yeah. open the store in the Buffalo. <laughs> so let's see. Anything else from the book? That might be it until next week. Uh, yeah. That's it till next week, Alex. All right. I got a couple of things to bring up. All right. Don Tomasino reminds me of Vic Tabak. Do you remember Vic Tabak? He played Mel in oh, Mel's Diner. Yeah, definitely. Especially uh, in the scene where he's like turning and he looks concerned. He reminds me of Vic Tabak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Alice. Yeah. Um, kiss, Michael, kiss my Turks. <laughs> Uh, the shot where uh, Michael stands in the doorway and he's at talking to Kahlo, who's like in the um, in the shadows there with the light. Mm-hmm. And a beautiful shot, especially when that Mikey's out in the sunlight and is so bright. Mm-hmm. And then Kahlo is sitting in the dark with that just like it's like a bare bulb or something. Yeah. He's all in the shadows. So great, uh, great cinematography on that one. Great shot. Yeah, I, I really appreciated that one, too. And I guess looking back, it may be foreshadowing. Because you've got this dark room and representing the the darkness of the bodyguards, even though Kahlo isn't the one mm-hmm. who ultimately does it. I recall years ago, before I really had a grasp on the, the full story, thinking that Kahlo may have been the one to set the bomb, which makes no sense because in the next scene you see Fabrizio running away. Yeah. But it's it's very ominous when Michael is poking his head and he's still outside and Kahlo's in that dark room. Yeah. You can't totally tell what he's doing it's clear he's eating after a little while but it's it's just very dark right and he also i think it's look at him he's like the he's like the spirit of sicily because he's there eating you know he's this peasant thing he has a wine bottle there Mm -hmm. and uh and then there's mikey in his suit so it's such a strong contrast Mm -hmm. and he's even saying oh she's gonna be a good american wife someday so it's Mm -hmm. like very like you know emphasizing the difference between the italian and the uh yeah and the uh I like American, how he holds up. His, I like how he holds up his hands and and mimics using a steering wheel when yeah. he talks about <laughs> Avalonia driving. He <laughs> make good American wife. Yeah. Oh, I also think it's really interesting. I don't speak Sicilian and I don't speak Italian, but I pick up on some words. Car being a machina, which is like, it, isn't there a word before it? Something uh, machina, well, like driving. Michael machine? says like. Uh, Prepare la machina, uh-huh. prepare the machine, the right. car, prepare yeah. the car, I think. But I think, I mean, I think that means machine if it is a cognate or well, yeah, a yeah. false assumes, cognate, yeah. I guess, because it's not really machine. Well, it is. Yeah, it is a machine. It's a machine, yeah. 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 It's just interesting because I know in Spanish, it's, you don't say machina. That literally means a machine, yeah. not a car. Yeah. That's why I didn't. I didn't know if the earlier when let me look at the script. I thought someone said something, and they they called it some other kind of machine, like get the driving machine, like you know, like the name is like a driving. I don't think machine. so. I think he just that. says prepare la máquina, prepare the machine, prepare the car. Mm-hmm. It, it has it all in English. Doesn't have the Italian words. Oh, so I don't okay. know. So uh, so Mikey says, "Oh, go get the car," and then mm-hmm. also, but I thought Kahlo also says, "Oh, she's a, she's she wants to get the car for you," you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So anyway, you have uh, anything else? Yes, yeah, so I have a couple of other items. Um, 
I when he was giving her the driving lesson and she was like, come on, you promised. I was like, well, she seems like like a kid. And I guess like, well, maybe that's because, you know, the peasant women there are kept kind of like in a childlike state until they get married. And uh, I looked and according to the um, Godfather Wikipedia page, uh, Apollonia is only 17 years old. Oh, OK. Uh, Mikey is 28 years old. Mm. Um, so she is technically on, you know, the rule is half your age plus seven. Okay. That's is that the, Sicilian. No, no, that, that's, that's, uh, that's American. That's not I guess. global. Yeah. That's American. Yeah. You, you, it's you, very uh, American. Yeah. But, uh, it made me curious to, uh, know what the age of consent was in various, oh. uh, nations around the world. Mm, and, interesting. um, the, um, so before I get into that, I also learned about something called the close close age exemption, Whoa. also known as the Romeo and Juliet law. Whoa! Which is, is this that, in Italy? This is a lot of places have this. Okay, um, where that if you know someone is underage, but there's almost like if the other person is also underage or um, is within a certain number of years, like mm-hmm. it's a four year thing, so that a like or two or three year things, so yeah. like a twenty year old could date a seventeen year old without, yeah, you know, because of the Romeo and Juliet yeah. law. So they're saying like Georgia or some places don't have the Romeo and Juliet law, which means that technically, if two underage teenagers did it, they could both be charged with statutory rape. So th- <laughs> does this only apply to a situation where both participants are underage? No, it can't be. One can be older. Oh, because I've heard, I've heard stories and. Like, People I know who know these people, these aren't just myths, mm-hmm. people who have gotten into legal trouble just being a year or two apart, but one's older than, well, I'm sorry, one is adult, one's like 18 and one is 16 or 19 and mm-hmm. 17. It varies from, every state has their own yeah. their own rules, so maybe they were in a state that doesn't have the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, and let me be clear, Hawks, this is a friend of mine, it's not, <laughs> it's not me. Uh, well, if, if your friend lives in... Um if your friend lives in South Korea, they have to wait until they're 19. Hmm. A, a bunch of countries said you have to be married. There's no age of consent. It's you can't do it unless you're married. Until you're married. Yeah. Wow. So, um, but the, um, the uh, Italy, currently this is, so I'm, I don't know if, I'm, let's assume just for the sake of argument that a bunch of European countries are age 14, including Italy. Hmm. So Mikey is safe from that uh in okay that, in that area um bahrain is the oldest with age 21 oh you wow can't be, you have to be 21 to do it uh oregon is 18 hmm. oh so that might be a difference also states might have their own mm. things that mm-hmm. might um the u.s generally i guess on a federal level the age of consent is 16 and same thing with mm-hmm. the united kingdom mm-hmm. Uh, Vatican City, 18 years old. 18, The, the okay. Mobiliari people will be happy yeah, about that. <laughs> that is tired of waiting, Alex. And uh, now we get into the kind of scary parts where, like, um, in Japan, it's 13. In the Philippines and Angola, it is 12. And in Nigeria, mm. the age of consent is 11. Wow. So that goes to 11. Some pretty... Why don't they just make it 10 and make that the age of consent and instead... <laughs> Just make that older or more mature. Because that would be gross. Okay. That was a, by the way, that was a uh, spinal tap, re- spinal tarp reference. Mm-hmm. I was not making any, it was completely a joke. I was not making any social criticism about age of, age of consent. Um, Disclaimer. Warning. 
Uh, so here's a, here's a little bit of a lighter topic. Um, yeah, let's move on. I still making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I still you can't, and you're, you can't look at me in the eyes when you're talking about this. Kind hey, of it's, stuff. it's aggressive eye contact, right? <laughs> radical right, eye contact. Forgot. Yeah, radical <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> the age of consent is eighteen. <laughs> I found this information is not specific to this minute, but I thought it could be a fun little thing. There's not a heck of a lot to talk about in this minute, but, um, cool. you know, we did the, the uh, greatest actors, the American Film Institute's greatest, greatest actors. Stars that of the silver screen. Yeah, stars of the silver screen. Now there's a different um, list. Uh, AFI's greatest screen villains. Whoa. Awesome. Uh, I have, I wrote down the top 18. Okay. Not, uh, do you want to get Michael Corleone? Michael Corleone did make the list. Oh, okay. Do you want to guess where Michael Corleone... When was this list published and and who voted? Uh, it was film critics? Yeah, I guess so. Do we'll you say, know when? We'll it say was, it was done five years ago. Okay, so it's somewhat modern. Yeah, there's nothing... There's no one here that you will not... That is too new that uh, you would not know. And it's all... I'm guessing it's all fictional stuff, like not like Hitler. Big characters, right? Uh, I think there is one that is a real person. Oh. Hmm. Greatest film villains. Well, do you so, want to just take a guess yeah, at some yeah. of the villains? Top we'll... 18. I think Michael's going to be in the top 10. No. No, yeah. That's kind of dumb. Because he gives it to people who deserve it. Almost. <laughs> you know, it's all within crime family. Right. He doesn't kill civilians. Uh, I mean, yeah. even his brother, I know. Did wrong him? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a gangster. Yeah. You can never lose your family. Yeah, well. Tell that to Fredo. <laughs> Tell that to the fishes. <laughs> Let's see. Tell that to Anthony. Greatest film villains. Oh, boy. I'm going to know a lot of them, but I just can't think of them. Number 18. Mm-hmm. Jaws. Jaws. Great. Oh, what about uh, Dr. Uh, from Indiana Jones? That the guy who the, the German guy who grabs the... Tote? <laughs> grabs Tote. Dr. Tote. <laughs> Tote is... It was okay. he a oh, Darth Vader. Darth Vader is number three. Yeah. Mm. Not Dr. Toe. I don't know why I said that one. Jaws. I don't know if he's a doctor. Um, he's not a doctor? I don't know if he's a doctor. Huh. I think we called him Dr. Toad. Maybe. I, I guess the way to think about this is what are the most famous movies and then who are the villains of those movies? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Um, oh, the computers in The Matrix. Oh, you were close. No. <laughs> number, give, me, give me a couple more. number 13 is hal from oh. 2001 that's what i thought you were gonna yeah. that's what i thought you were going with it yeah um here's some people that you might not think of who okay. would be on it. number five is nurse ratchet from one flew over the cuckoo's mm-hmm. nest um number 11 is michael corleone mm, okay uh now on either side of him number 10 is the witch from snow white and number 11 is alex from clockwork orange oh gosh yeah um, weirdly, there are two evil Alexes in the top, in the top 18, huh. uh, the top 18 it is, villains. It's sort of a villainous name, Alex. I guess so. Yeah. That, that makes me like it more. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, what's the other Alex? Uh, Alex from Clockwork Orange and, oh, this was one I was surprised at. Number seven is Glenn Close's character from Fatal Attraction. Oh yeah. Whose first name is Alex. I would not put that in the top. No. I feel like Fatal Attraction, like, has like, anyone even mentioned it for the past I thought it was years? a great movie, but it's more mental illness. It's not coming right. from a place of evil. Mm, she kills a rabbit. Dr. Evil. 
Doctor Evil is number one. No, Whoa. no he's not. Oh, he's, really? got, he's not anyone. Yeah, there's in no, there? there's no what? real comedic. There's no comedic uh, villains in the. Uh, all right, I'll just go down the list then. Uh, unless you want to keep guessing. Nah, keep going. Uh, number eighteen is Jaws. Number seventeen is um, what's her name from Misery? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Annie uh-huh. Oakley. No, James, number no, Jimmy Kahn. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Kahn <laughs> yeah. uh, number sixteen. Forget it. It's Chinatown. Uh, oh yeah, John Houston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Houston from Chinatown. Uh, this is the real person um, from Schindler's List. The guy oh, who I was uh, going to say Ray Fiennes. Fiennes. I didn't uh, know his name. Yeah, but that's a good point, though. They shouldn't have real people in it. I mean, because then you just you start bringing documentaries into it. Yeah, and, and like you said, Hitler, Hitler was in Hitler was in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Are you oh, saying yeah. that Inglorious Bastards? Inglorious Bastards. So. And then where does it end? Hit, you got Hitler. You got Himmler. You got Goebbels. You got yeah. the whole Reich. <laughs> the whole that whole gang, yeah. whole crazy crew. Uh, number fourteen is Alien. Mm. Number thirteen, Hal. Number twelve, Alex from Clockwork Orange. Number mm. eleven, Mikey Corleone. Number ten, Snow White. Number nine, Exorcist. The character being the exorcist. No, come on. <laughs> no, the, the girl in the exorcist. I take umbrage with a few of these so far. So first, let's go back. How? How? It's software. <laughs> I don't think they're necessarily, it, I don't think it's necessarily the most evil. I think it's just kind of saying like, who are the most interesting ones to villains. watch and stuff. So, but isn't it called villains? Yeah, villains. But not because they're evil or because there's no excuse for what they okay. do, but just that because they are evil. I guess. Characters. Yeah, but still even Hal, look at it from, I'm not kidding, look at it from Hal's perspective. They were trying mm. to shut him down. He's defending himself. Oh yeah, he's a and reason then, to do it. And but. then The Exorcist, you can't blame, uh, what was her name? The character's name? Reagan. Uh, Reagan. Well, when, it, it technically said Reagan when possessed by Pozul, okay. the demon, yeah. the, de- the demon. It did. So, oh, I'm glad they did actually. I'm say glad that. They, they made that distinction. We don't want to blame Reagan. Yeah. Well, I think there was another one up there too that you came that you went through. That uh, oh, alien. Uh huh. Really? Just an organism trying to survive. Uh, but I know. But this if list I, represents everything bad about humanity. Whoa! We're everything bad about humanity. Oh, <laughs> we're labeling all. You know what? Mother Nature. Why isn't that on the list? Uh, I guess climate, right? As a as a well, who died from climate? Who, who who died from climate? Every day we got people dying from climate. No, but I mean <laughs> movies. <laughs> That's a great question. We should think about that kind of as a joke. But who died from climate? In I guess movies? there's all those there's all those like disaster movie. You know, yeah. like you could say, oh yeah, volcano yeah, or earthquakes. Yeah, does that count as climate? Possibly, yeah. They're, I'm sure they're exacerbated by climate change. Anyway, um, keep going down the list. This is the first one I had not seen. Uh, Phyllis Dietrichson from Double Indemnity. I've, I've never seen, seen Double Indemnity. I've never even seen never even heard of it. You probably have heard of it. Yeah? I think it's a Hitchcock movie. Oh. Two guys meet on a train and they come up with a plan to hmm. to kill the other mm-hmm. one's mm-hmm. problem so that neither of them will be suspected. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Uh, Terminator. Terminator did make the list. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, it's higher up than eighteen. Though. Oh, okay. So, uh, so All yeah. Right. And I don't know if that means. So, why do you say that guy's evil? Isn't he just a robot sent back from the future to kill people? Well, because it's not he's, his fault. It's one thing to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. He's he and his software maker. They are. You really don't like software. Right? You don't blame any of the hardware guys. By the way, I think number one is software. I'll <laughs> agree with you on that one. Computers and number two is uh, USB drives. 
I think there's a difference if you deliberately go back in time to kill. Well, maybe you got. Well, a he point. was sent back in time. He wasn't. Well, he didn't well, choose yeah, to go. Well, even if he chose to go back in time, he's choosing to go back to prevent humans from developing because they were trying to stop yeah. their growth. That that is the equivalent of a robot going back. That's the equivalent of going back to kill Hitler. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm going to go right. stop this this guy before mm-hmm. he gets out of hand. So yeah. that's so you can't really blame that the Terminator. Okay. I take it. I take it back. Well, anyway, I just know if it was going to be the Terminator, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, or the the Terminator mm. Two Terminator, yeah. or anyway. Um, Fatal Attraction number six. You don't know this guy. It's a character, Mister Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. Mm, never saw it. It's great because he's basically just a rich jerk mm. who mm-hmm. looks just like Dick Cheney. What about Scrooge? Scrooge did not make the mm. list. I guess because he has the revelation at the end, he becomes good. Yeah, and I can't. He's got a conversion. Uh, I guess also because there's so many different versions. Of, I don't know. Do you, do you? Is there one like version of Scrooge that you're like, yeah. oh, that's the best one? Or is you it- would think you'd, they'd pick more movies that were classic old school tales because mm-hmm. they're they're classic villains that typically don't have a transformation at the end and become good. They're just the epitome of evil. Yeah. Right, like the witch from a gingerbread house. Uh, number four, three. the the Wicked Witch of the West is oh, number four. From Oz, yeah, oh, the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Darth Vader, who also becomes good at the end. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, the original Psycho himself, <gasps> Norman Bates. <clears throat> well, he was abused by his mother. <laughs> All these excuses. Yeah. Well, I was abused by my mother. Yeah. I was sent back through time to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you? My software made me do it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that is a, a valid defense these days. What's that? The software made me do it. <laughs> uh, they, and call no- that, that they call that soft, the software insanity defense. <laughs> And the number one uh, oh, greatest screen villain, Hannibal the Cannibal oh, Lecter. Oh, wow. Played mm. by the great Anthony Perkins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Anthony Pork Chopkins. Is <laughs> that his frat name, Pork Chopkins? <laughs> I was thinking because he eats humans, but mm. pork chops are. What's pork. your opinion about uh, Hannibal Lecter? You know, I think we talked about this maybe, but I rewatched Silence of the Lambs a few months ago, and mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie, hmm. and I like Anthony Hopkins. I think he's been in really good stuff. I think I think the character of Hannibal might have been weakened by the fact that they did like ten sequels to it. I never saw any of the sequels. The right. first movie is fantastic. Yeah, uh, the TV show is supposed to be good, if you can believe it. I didn't even know there was a TV show. Yeah, there was a TV show. Was, I think yeah. it ran for two seasons, and people said mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah, I watched a few episodes of it, and uh, I didn't care for it. I heard they only made the pilot. You know why? What? He ended up eating all his co-stars. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? I heard of chewing the scenery when chewing your co-stars? <laughs> All right, so let's rate this minute. Not much goes on. Not much goes on. Some interact, some verbal interaction between Miguel and Fabrizio and Carlo. All right. You ready? I'm ready. One, two. Here we go. Yeah, it's a setup. It's a setup. It's a setup. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, from there, I guess not much else to say about that one. Uh, we'll be back next week mm-hmm. with another uh, brand new episode. So uh, and stick oh. with us for the next year if you can stick it out. Yeah. <laughs> or as you say, stick around because we're about to record the uh, bonus content. That's right. So if you want to go on that, go to mm-hmm. godfatherminute.com slash support. Mm. Just a buck an episode about. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back ne- until then. Fabrizio, prepara la máquina. máquina.